three, two, one. Okay, welcome to Dinosaur Tea Time. I am now five hours farther up north than I was last time. You heard me. And I'm exactly in the exact same place. <laughs> I haven't left this bed in like three weeks. Wow, that's pretty I don't. Impressive. I think it was less than three weeks when we last recorded. I don't remember. So yeah, I drove up to Massachusetts by myself, and it went surprisingly well, except for when I tried to get gas. Oh, yeah. So I tried to get gas. I hate getting gas. So I stopped to get gas, and I tried, like, three different gas stations because nothing was working. I was like, did they... Did they put a hold on my card? What's going on? And then I stopped at this gas station. <laughs> I went to about four different pumps <laughs> trying oh my God. to figure out until the attendant came out and I was like, it's not working. <laughs> and she goes, can I see your card? And I say, yeah. And she takes it. And it turns out I was putting in the card upside down. The whole time. Oh my god. And I just sort of... <laughs> it was really funny because at the first gas station it gave me a receipt. And it was like, congratulations, thanks for shopping with us. You got zero gallons and paid zero dollars. Wow. And then I just looked at her and I was like, it's that kind of day. And she laughed awkwardly and walked away. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Yeah, yesterday, I, I I got dressed normally, I guess, I normally do, and Grandma comes into my room and she's like, oh, is that a costume for work? And I was like, nope, it's a costume for life. <laughs> Literally said that to her. She was like, oh, okay, and then walked away. But yeah, according to my grandparents, Becky already lives here. I was telling Becky earlier that every time I walk in the door, they're like, oh, Becky's here. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> okay, that's me now. So that's my new identity. My new identity is Becky, Boston Becky. So let's talk about the dinosaur that I looked okay. up like two seconds before we started this. Lol. <laughs> this is <this laughs> true fact. Hey, I actually looked up the Carnotaurus earlier last time. That's true. Okay, I guess I guess you've got a 50% chance preparation rate. <laughs> Alright, so it's titan Titanoceratops. Well, obviously it's a titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, ancient Greek god. It's pretty massive. It had its head ripped off by Zeus. It's... Big... <laughs> And one of them controls time. Kronos, I think? Yes. So, yeah, one of them controls time. And he currently is in a the um, canyon. I think there's a canyon that they were thrown into. So this one didn't become extinct because of the meteor. It sort of fell into a canyon. Do you ever just, like, think about how dinosaurs walked the Earth? Do you ever just, like, stop and think about that? And you're like, oh, shit. Sometimes, yes. It's crazy to think of it. We're in the same place that some dinosaurs walked. That's crazy. I know. And then they all disappeared. There was a news story. I keep talking about alligators. There was a news story the other day Mm -hmm. about... By the other day, I mean yesterday, about how those 
woman was walking her dogs and got eaten by an alligator. And I'm just like, damn, alligators, the flat dinosaurs. Imagine if freaking the titanosaurus or whatever was around. No, people say they want to be alive. Dinosaurs were alive. Nope, not me. I'm good here. So if they ever actually build a Jurassic World or Jurassic Park, what are you going to do? Oh, I'd quit. I'd quit the Matrix. I'd be like, unplug me now, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway. So the dinosaur. uh, It is named after the Titans. And the specific species is Titanoceratops uranus. Titanoceratops? Titanoceratops. Like Titan O in front of Ceratops. Like a Triceratops, but a Titan. Yes. Um, but yeah, the species name is Uranus, which refers to Uranus, father of the Titan Oh, race. yes. Yes, Uranus. So it lived in the late Cretaceous in New Mexico. Crustaceous. Exactly. Um, there's only one skeleton they've ever found. Why do you keep finding these dinosaurs with one skeleton? I don't know. Fake. <laughs> I know, it's like, how is there only one? I mean, like, one when, you know, when you and I live to be, like, 100, when one of us is at the other's funeral, I'll be like, you only found one skeleton of Becky? <laughs> Fake! <laughs> I expect you to say that. <laughs> I will. Pics or it didn't happen. Okay, I'll send you pics. <laughs> um, but yeah, the... Dinosaur was named in 2011. They originally thought it belonged to a different dinosaur group called Pentaceratops. Um, I'm not sure why they changed it. But its frill was super giant. It measured from its like nose to the top of its frill was 8.7 feet. Jesus. Yeah. Wait, how big was this dinosaur? Um, It's like the same height as a human. It is... It was just mostly frill. Pretty much. Wait, humans are eight feet. No, its frill was eight feet. Tall or long? Long. Okay, they went tall. Well, I mean, it like scoops back. Like, <laughs> I was like, how is it the same height as a human? It like swoops back. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's taller than a man. It's like twenty-two feet long and eight point two feet tall at a. T- okay, yeah, that's definitely taller than a person. If, it, if its frill was eight feet tall, it would have to be, like, a size of a mouse. It's frill. 90% frill. <laughs> yep. So that's the dinosaur. Wow. I just tried to imagine it in the room with me, and I was like, nope. So, you ready for Monroe? Heck yeah. Uh, do you remember what happened last time? Was Give us a recap. Was last time the one where you had to reread? Yeah. Okay. So basically, Monroe discovers the dude, the boy, is actually Kairos, and they fall off a roof. Well, before they discover that, they fall off a roof. No, after they discover that. <laughs> I was going to say, wait. <laughs> they fall off a roof into the water, and like... Yeah, and Zelia slams into the roof. <laughs> Lord, okay. Chapter 9. This one is untitled. I woke with four pairs of eyes peering curiously at me. My eyesight slowly adjusted, and I recognized them as humans. Nor Nikatos, nor Esmeralda. I don't think you realize that they weren't humans, though. Whatever. 
spoilers. spoilers. My heart, my heart was relieved, but not for long, as I wondered if Evadini was safe and if Zelio was discovered. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my heart went into panic mode. It was thudding. Father, father, he's up! The young voices who had been surrounding piped in. A man who I assumed was their father came over. He had black hair. He saw me and smiled a warm smile. He towered over me, and his children all crowded around the bed I was in. There was three girls and five boys. They were all young. The youngest, who was a girl, looked to be about three. Here we go. She smiled at me and giggled. Her eye, her gray eyes laughing as well. <laughs> That's scary. That's terrifying. All of the children had deep black hair and either gray or hazel eyes. They all stared at me inquisitively. I was probably the most peculiar thing that ever happened to them. Hello, young boy. I am Phaedrus, son of Militiades. I found you in your Sassoon a fishing lake this morning. He still smiled gently. I was fishing out there, said a boy of about age 11. He had picked up the trait of hazel eyes. He picked it up. <laughs> and what's your name? I asked. My And what's your name? I asked. My voice sounded hoarse and sickly. Stratton. He smiled big. He was the bravest, I could tell. Okay. All he had right. spoken to me first. Just then, a girl my age. Oh, here we go walked in. A look of concern spread across her face. Her face was beautiful. Her black hair cascaded down her shoulder in loose corkscrews. Her gray eyes smoky with slashes of darker and lighter shades, making her eyes beautiful. Wait, they have slashes in them? <laughs> Not like rings? I found myself smiling at her, and she smiled back, her eyes lighting up as her smile spread abroad across her face. You know, if I took a shot every time I said the word smile in this paragraph, you'd be I'd dead. dead. <laughs> my heart thudded against my heart. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently he has two hearts. My heart thudded against my heart, and I had to look away. Dang, boy. Hello. Selena, how's the young girl doing? I don't know why I gave him a wispy voice just now. Phaedrus asked. His voice was strong and fatherly, <laughs> full of love and strength. give it. <laughs> Wait, what was... I don't think I gave Selena a voice. Hmm. She needs to have a pretty good voice. Give her a she... Brooklyn accent. That <laughs> would make no sense. <laughs> She's awake. <laughs> She's awake. Because I already gave Celia that voice. She, I'm gonna make her an alto. She's awake. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's awake. She's awake. She answered, taking plates off the table in the room that I was in. Why are there plates on the table? Uh, she looked around, put the plates back down on the table, grabbed the shredded cloth, and began dusting the room. What is happening? Good. Phaedrus confirmed, nodding his head. He then turned to me and asked, How are you feeling? Fairly well. Then suddenly I remembered Celia. Did you find another girl near the lake? He pondered this, then shook his head sadly. No, I'm sorry. I'll look for her after I'm done checking on the other child. What does she look like? She has black wavy hair and dark brown eyes. I spoke quickly as my adrenaline pumped. Wow, very descriptive. That'll be about, like, 90% of Athens. <laughs> All right, now, children, do not bother him. Come on, help Selena get supper ready. Supper, I thought. How long have I been asleep? If it's already evening. I feel like this happens to Monroe a lot, where he goes Sad unconscious boy. until evening time. I feel like he literally had the same exact thought conversation. All eight children scurried out of the room and were followed by Selena. What? Sorry, so there's a break here, 
And Renny, okay, this story, as we know, it changed from the present to the past. So I guess we're just going to break form again. Here we go. Meanwhile, Anikatos was pondering over what had happened the night before. He sat back in his chair, thinking of a way to get them back. Esmeralda came into the study with hot bread and wine. Okay, she placed it on a small table. Then she sat down in the chair and said, K Anikatos, you must tell him what we saw didn't happen, that it was all a lie. I don't know why she felt the need to change from starting to say Kairos to saying Anikatos, considering I'm pretty sure he's about to, like, evilly plan out loud. So, um, she chomped slowly on the steaming bread, which burned her tongue. Ow! <laughs> See, mm. as a young writer, I always thought I had to describe things, but it just, like, <laughs> turned out really weird. Kind of like, my ooh, ah! with the candle. For those of you who don't know, I pretended to burn myself on the candle in Disney because it was an electric candle and I was using Stanislavski method and I touched the flame, quote unquote, of the fake candle and, ooh, ah, and my mom actually thought I burned myself. And I, was, and I was like, no, I was just demonstrating the Stanislavski method and memory recall. Mm -hmm. God, now I've got to find the freaking Russian accents Good again. Times. Keep doing French. Okay. True, but you no, know, and that's really French. But he knows what he saw, and so do those dumb sisters of his. The older one knows too much. That's weird, but I guess I'll roll with it. <laughs> he slunk back in the chair and proceeded to drink wine. Sheila told them everything by now. But the little one does not know- Oh no, I just changed Esmeralda's voice. But the little one does not know, right? Esmeralda stopped eating her bread and stared intently at him. He stared back, still looking defeated. No, he said. Esmeralda smiled. Anikito saw this and grinned. They knew what they should do. Oh, okay. Exactly. It makes things easier, Esmeralda nodded. What should you do? I'll just kill Zelia. Anikitos's grin got bigger as he played with his fingers. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> I always felt the need to have people be doing things, and so they do weird so things. So I see. <laughs> like, play with their fingers. I like how he gave Zelia and Esmeralda the same voice. Kairos? Esmeralda paused. You're a genius. I'm pretty sure jumping to let's kill them is the least genius thing anyone can do. Okay. We sat down at a huge table. Oh, there's a break here, by the way. The girls were in separate rooms than the men, which made me annoyed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the family mostly talked about the latest happenings and the upcoming attractions. Yes, here we go. There's a play at the Theater of Dionysia, Stratton said. Should we Jesus. not spread? Yes. Phaedrus nodded. What's it about? He asked. Some sort of legend tragedy, he answered. Wow. <laughs> That's just like going to a movie and be like, what's this movie about? It's an action movie. <laughs> Phaedrus nodded against, again, still chewing. Okay, I don't know why you described that they're all chewing. How much is it, he asked. Two obols, Stratton shrugged. When? Tomorrow, Stratton paused. Can we go? Phaedrus thought for a few moments, stroking his beard. <laughs> Classic. All right, we'll go. Stratton winked at his four brothers, then looked at me. <laughs> Wait, so did he wink individually at them? <laughs> That's or how I'm just, or the collective. I don't know if I ever named them. Oh wait, no, I'm about to name them. Then he looked at me. Are you going to come? He asked. Sure. I don't see why not. I shrugged. I learned all their names. Here we go. 
The youngest girl was Chara. She had hazel eyes and was three. The next youngest was Leon. He was four and had hazel eyes as well. The next was Kraos. He was six and had gray eyes. Next was the two eight-year-old twins, Astrea and Ianthe, who had gray eyes. Then there was Mel- Melianthios, who had hazel eyes, and he was ten years old. Then it was Stratton, the oldest boy, who was eleven, and he had gray eyes. Are you keeping notes, Becky? And finally, the oldest daughter and oldest child was Selena, who was sixteen. <gasps> oh, just one year younger than Monroe. She had gray eyes. Phaedra stood up and said while he was stretching, Well, I'm off to find your other sister. I won't be back until I have some news of her or until nighttime falls. (laughs) (laughs) With that, he stood up. I thought he already stood up and walked out of the door. Bye. Jesus. The children all (laughs) The children all dissembled. (laughs) (laughs) The children all dissembled about to do their chores. Stratton went out back to herd the goats. Okay, Mel- I don't know why he just needs to herd the goats. Melanthios left to milk the mother goats and to check on the babies. Astraea and Ionthe left to go pick herbs and berries. What happened to their dogs? Good question. <laughs> okay. Kraos left to tend to the hens. Leon and Chara went to go play. Classic. I was still sitting at the table when Selena came in to clean the dishes. <laughs> Here we go. So what's your name? She asked while picking up the plates and putting them in the water basin. Monroe, I replied coolly. (laughs) I looked around the kitchen. Though it was small, it was beautiful. In the middle was a- oh god, now he's gonna go describe this. Large table with card designs and symbols. Classic. It had designs and symbols on it. Very descriptive. Then on the walls were cloth samples, which had- what? Cloth samples, which had patterns on them. They were beautiful. There were flowers flying around the canvas. Okay. Then there was one of tears falling down into a bowl. Who made those? I asked. Selena stopped washing and looked at the artwork. She sighed. I made them. Okay. <laughs> she seemed to be taken back into her memories. The one with the tears I made after my mother died. She seemed to have read my mind. Okay. I'm sorry. I couldn't think of anything else to say. I hope they find your sister. She looked at me with worry. We were both silent for a while. I thought about everything that had happened in the past few weeks. It seemed to have happened so fast that I couldn't believe it. I thought about the death of my parents and being chased by Nikitos and losing Celia. I was overwhelmed. Thanks, I muttered quietly. Are you going to the play tomorrow? I asked. She pondered silently for a little bit, grabbing her hair and pulling it up, then letting it go and hang. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I like how they're all weird and emo kids. She shrugged. She smiled at me again. Evadani came bursting through the kitchen. Cock blocker. Monroe, she cried, running to me, her arms wide open, her black hair dye, God, dye with one other than I, not a Y, was fading back to its normal color, deep gold brown. I'm so scared, she whispered into my ear. Selena came over and held her arm around her. It'll be all right, child, she said in a calm, soothing voice. Evidently began to cry and sob, not just one or the other. I don't want to lose Celia too, she whimpered, burying her face in my shoulder. I wrapped my arms around her, holding her, rocking her back and forth. Selena continued to calm her, stroking her hair and spoke in a soothing voice. Do you want to come to the play tomorrow? I don't know why I gave her that voice. Do you want to come to the play tomorrow? She asked. Evidently looked at her with tearful eyes, her face lit up. Sure, I'll come, she snibbled. Good, you'll want to come. Okay. What? Selena smiled again, another warm, kind smile. And that's where we're going to end for today. Because the next part is big. No kidding. Yep. 
<laughs> okay, I'm so excited. This next chapter is so, or not next chapter, this next part is so good. Oh, yeah, so this is the part with the Greek chorus, too, so you better bet your butt I'm gonna give a full performance. Good. You better. All right, so that's the Monroe story. All right. All right. Good looks. Good looks, bro. This has been Becky. And Felicity. And we're... Dinosaur Tea Time. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Are you going to say goodbye? What? We lost.